With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. As promised, ladies and gentlemen, I'm sitting here with uh, Jason Brown, Bell Fountain High School head football coach Jason Brown, and his quarterback of renown, Tavian St. Clair. Hey, fellas, welcome to the Tim May Show. Hello. Yeah, you're welcome. And, uh, of course, I'm here because Tavian St. Clair is committed to the Ohio State class of 2025. I have that right, correct, Tavian? And I knew I had it right. I was just double-checking to see if you knew when you were getting out because, you know, it's happened before where a guy commits to one class and then graduates early. You know, Quinn Ewers, Sonny Styles, who knows, right? Uh, but uh, I'm, I'm really proud and honored to be here at uh, Bell Fountain High School in your basically your swanky, in my opinion, for a Division Three. Um, high school uh, digs here, Coach. I mean, uh, and then to have a player of this caliber uh, in in this locker room, it's got to do wonders for you, right? Well, we're we're really blessed. I mean, our facilities and and our home, as we call it, uh, it's top notch. And uh, we're so fortunate in our community that our community supports us in a way that allows us to to have facilities like this. Um, and then, of course, the other part that you speak about is the young man here to my right. It's uh, just a blessing that he's with us and yeah. a part of this Chieftain Football Brotherhood that, that's evolved. You know, we were talking this morning with our guys. We're over 120 years of Chieftain Football, and um, we just really feel great about this particular group, and um, it's a special opportunity that we all have together. Yeah, I was going to say, we're in the peak of Ohio, as you guys call it up here. I mean, the highest point in Ohio, everything from here is downhill in Ohio, right? <laughs> huh? Right? And uh, speaking of that, I mean, the great thing about Tavian, I think it's interesting about Tavian, is he was born and raised here. This isn't a, a guy that just kind of moved in the community and all of a sudden elevated the, the football program, right? I mean, you've known about this young man for a while. Yeah, I saw him running around here throwing the ball. I think he was in the fifth grade. And uh, all the guys were talking to me and telling me, you got to watch this young man throw. And uh, so I walked out, kind of walked in the track, and I watched and it made me stop dead in my tracks even back then because clearly he was, he was gifted as a thrower. Um, and now what's been great is to watch all the hard work and the effort that he's put into his whole being. You know, not just his physical presence, but his, his mental game, you know, his, his faith and, and his family and our community. Uh, yeah. it's, been a, it's been a real pleasure to watch. Yeah, Tavian, uh, take us back to that uh, fifth grade, whatever. Who, who were you trying to emulate back then? Who was your, high, who was your uh, Football hero at uh, Bell Fountain High School. I mean, what do you remember about those days? Um, we had a quarterback named Desmond Myers, and he was a really good athlete. And it was just like exciting to watch him play the game of football the way he did. It was just really electric, and I just felt like you know, I wore number two like he did in fifth grade, and I just kind of looked up to him like as my as my role model. So. Yeah. What does that tell you about how people are looking at you right now? You understand? I mean, just forget about. You've committed to Ohio State, and you know you're highly rated and all that stuff. But just in this community, there are little guys like little Tavians running around, right? Who want to be you, right? Yeah, um, it's just you, I think about it um, a lot. Just how I used to be one of those kids, and now it's like the roles have flipped a little bit. Um, I kind of see it with like my little brother. Um, you know, some of the kids around his age still yeah. don't want to be around and stuff like that. But 
<laughs> hey, uh, well, let's just jump right into a couple of quick things. Obviously, it was, it was national news when you committed to Ohio State a little while ago. Why, why did you decide now's the time to pull the trigger? Obviously, with two years of high school football left. You know, I made a big summer trip this past summer, just hit up some camps, and um, I felt like I'd seen a lot of the, you know, the top programs. That I, you know, I wouldn't really see anything better than the ones I saw. And um, after seeing them and making another trip to Ohio State, I just kind of felt like I was really comfortable with the, the staff and um, just the university, the feel of it. And um, I didn't want to wait around. I wanted to start building this 25 class, so I felt like it was the right time. How attractive is Ohio State right now from an offensive standpoint for a guy like you? Uh, you know, every the last several quarterbacks have been first-round draft picks, starting quarterbacks, uh, et cetera. What, what is it just about Ohio State's football program that that is that attracted you? Um, well, first off, just their you know they, the will to win. Like they they love to win football games, so that's you know that's what we strive for here is just to win football games. And uh, me and him have talked about it a lot. Ohio State developed quarterbacks better than anybody in the country. So um, if I want to be the best quarterback in the country, then this is probably the place for me. And um, you know, <laughs> on top of that, their skilled players are always good. They're bringing in more guys. So yeah, that's like a pitcher in baseball. You got to have somebody catch it, right? All right. Or it's pass ball every time, right? right? Yeah. And coach, you 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 know, you've been around Ohio for a long time. Also, is this the best it's been from an Ohio State offensive standpoint from your vantage point? Well, yeah, humbly, obviously, it's been great to watch Ohio State grow and emerge in these last few years um, offensively. And uh, it's just, it's a blue blood program. You know, that's one yeah. of the top two or three programs in the country. And, and what an honor it is to have a young man of the caliber of Tavian to be um, highly regarded and, and to be thought of well. Uh, when you look at what Coach Day has done, specifically when he came in with Coach Meyer and, and the men that have come around that particular side of the ball, it's uh, been pretty amazing to watch the transformation. Three yards and a cloud of dust is, has kind of gone by the wayside, and they're as explosive and, and as developmental as any group in the country. And uh, boy, are they, they're skilled. Yeah. I was going to ask you, you know, your offense, I mean, like I, I'm telling you before we started this, I grew up in Alabama and then Texas, and you know, when I was living in Texas way back in the early 70s, late 60s, early 70s, everybody went to the wishbone because that was the in vogue thing. It, it made games shorter. You know, it gave you triple threats. You know, they didn't throw enough out of it. Bear Bryant did at Alabama finally. But what I'm getting to here is you guys run this spread offense or wide open offense, <clears throat> which is tailor made for a, a young man like this, right? I mean, is, is it exposing more talent, these kind of offenses, in your opinion? Oh, there's no doubt it exposes especially the skill set on offense, uh, the ability to throw and to catch and the way that people use the field, spread the field and find plays in space that yeah. we didn't used to do, you know? And, you know, we talk all the time offensively about trying to make sure that people have to defend every blade of grass. And um, we're not doing our job as coaches if, if we don't force people to do that. And so, you know, to see this transformation offensively uh, has been fun to watch. It's been hard to defend at times, for sure. Yeah. It certainly puts the defense at times in a tough position. But for us, you know, we probably have as good a group of skilled guys together as we've had in a long time, long, long time. Yeah. And uh, they're eager and hungry to kind of etch their names in one of the best groups ever. 
I was going to say, you know, even Nick Saban at Alabama said earlier this year that, uh, hey, let's don't fool ourselves anymore. I'm just paraphrasing. Uh, this game, the modern game, is made for offense. I mean, you know, the idea that you're going to shut down with a defense everybody you play anymore is crazy, right? And, uh, and it really harkens to what, like, this young man, Tavian St. Clair, is all about. Uh, just the ability to throw it all over the field, and then if he has to, tuck it and run. And how do you defend that? It's really, really tough. And, you know, you can, as a defensive guy, you want to say, okay, we've got to take away what they do best. And uh, what we're trying to do offensively is make it hard to answer that question. Yeah. You know, we want to throw it well. We want to run it well. We want to run screen game. You want to run vertical game. You want to hit the middle of the field. Uh, you want to run inside zone. You want to let the Q run at some. Uh, it's just tougher now maybe than it's ever been to defend uh, teams the way that, you know, at times Ohio State or Alabama has defended. Yeah, when you play the the good on good, that, that's where it gets interesting. Tavian, do, do, can you imagine growing up in the wishbone era or the I-formation era? Can you imagine uh, being a quarterback of your skill set back then? I'd probably be playing football if I did. Uh, I, I love to throw the football, so it's, it'd be rough. But um, I just like being a part of the game. I just feel like they just kind of hand the ball off a lot more than they really he might have been a tight end back yeah. in those days. Well, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> or, or, or stand-up defensive end, yeah. you know, a little he Leo might action. Be. You never know. Yeah, defensive end. But it is interesting, right, Coach? I mean, I, I think this is. I mean, the, I think this is the creme de la creme when it comes to uh, modern modern football. The uh, the ability of getting a lot of guys involved instead of your star tailback and one wide receiver and a tight end for a pop pass every now and then, right? I mean, it's. Uh, and where, where does he excel? I mean, I, I watched a bunch of y'all's video last year from last year. Think. Thank goodness for that peak of Ohio, uh, where you can watch all y'all's home, all y'all's games and stuff. But uh, you could see him progress as the year went on. Where did he make the most progress, in your opinion? And where's where have you seen him progress in the, this the off season? I think in the fall it was his maturation in the huddle and his maturation as a leader uh, for our group, uh, being kind of the rock that everybody could count on and lean on when we had to have it uh, in our toughest times and our toughest games. He's emerged as someone everybody counts on. Yeah. Um, and then in the offseason, you know, he's really attacked the offseason into a lot of our guys' credits the same way in the, in the weight room. Yeah. Changed their bodies physically, have changed how they look, um, their strength. And with that strength comes confidence, and with confidence becomes performance. Yeah, Tavian, uh, get people up to date. What, what is your size now? Yeah, I think you were listed six three and a half or something last year. What, what are you at now, yeah, weight wise? Uh, last year I was playing like six foot three, 180, 180 pounds, one hundred eighty five pounds. And this year I'll probably be playing around two fourteen, six yeah. four. So it's I really just like you said after basketball, it took about four months to just kind of dedicate to the weight room, and it really helps. I mean, different you know calorie intake and stuff like. Yeah, I was gonna say just beef it up, right? But you, you, you seem naturally, you can get up a little bit even larger, right? I mean, is that what you're feeling? Yeah. I mean, my goodness, you're a junior in high school. Right. Not even yet, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, hey, you, you hinted a minute ago. What would have been the sport if uh, quarterbacks didn't get to do what they do now? What would have been the sport? Baseball. Baseball. Yeah. And what position? Um, I was a pitcher and shortstop. Yeah, so, and I don't feel like the game of baseball has really changed that much. So I feel like you know baseball would probably be the sport. Not yeah, it's funny, Dylan Rola. You know, you've heard of him. Uh, I think he's a catcher, or at least he was a catcher in baseball. 
Those are three, shortstop, pitcher, and catcher, they all have this one thing in common, right? <laughs> Throwing the pill. Uh, do you like basketball? Yeah, I do. Um, I only played two years of it. I played it last year and then the seventh grade as well, but it's a fun sport. It's just, it's just a way to like, go out and compete in a different aspect of things. Yeah, I was, yeah, was going to say it's six, three and a half or so. That's still big in high school, <laughs> right? Big for us. Yeah. Well, hey, let's get get to the end of this, uh, Tavian. What, what do you what do you think you need to show even more now? You've got this offer from Ohio State that you've you've committed to. Uh, where do you see where your game needs to go next level? I mean, where, where is it you got to get better this year, so to speak? Um, I'd say there, at, last year, you know, at times it'd be like there'd be times where our offense wouldn't really click and like just run, you know, and. I feel like it'll be my job this year to make sure that we're just, you know, full steam ahead at all times. Um, you know, even when the offense is kind of stalling a little bit, like, um, I just got to go make a play for our team and then I'll kind of get the, you know, get the ball rolling a little bit. So I feel like that's the, the main goal I have is just to kind of be, you know, if the game needs taken over, I'll take it over. Yeah, I was going to say, there was a lesson learned from watching Ohio State versus Georgia, even for C.J. Stroud, you know. These, these opportunities come along very seldom. And he went out finally and just balled out, you know, you know whatever it took in that game. <clears throat> Granted, the ending wasn't what they wanted, but did you even see something there where you go, you know, there are certain times when I've just got to take over a game, not every play, but, but to, make, to uh, assert your dominance. Yeah, I mean, you, you kind of saw it. Like when he really, you could tell he really wanted to win that game. And there's just a different feel to the team and stuff too when the quarterback's the head of it and he's just, you know, trying to go out and dominate. Like players around you are going to rise up to your level, so. Yeah. Is, uh, that's, there's that fine line, right, between being, the, between being that guy and like over-asserting yourself, right? I mean, is, and it seemed like last year as the season went on, you became more and more comfortable kind of being the leader on the team from what the video I watched of you and stuff. Is that correct? Yeah, I mean, you're still trying to build confidence as a young guy, like an underclassman. You're still trying to build the seniors' confidence and, you know, make them feel comfortable around you. Um, but as the season went on, you know, they kind of trusted me more. Um, and I knew they had my back. So it just helps to, you know, when you've been hanging around each other and kind of know each other for a long time, it helps to, you know, make that jump. Yeah. Uh, who else come after you since you committed to Ohio State? The recruiting hadn't stopped, has it? Um, no, not really. There's still schools that want me to, you know, they want to see me throw, really. Um, but at the same time, I'm, I'm really set on Ohio State. So, you know, this, this, uh, all this outside stuff will probably, I'm going to shut it down. Um, yeah. Just be fully committed to Ohio State. Yeah, because you, know you know the saga of Dylan, Dylan Rayola, as we talked about. I mean, he's fully committed, and then, boom, I uh, decided to look elsewhere. We all saw Quinn Ewers enroll skip his senior year in high school, enroll to Ohio State, and then leave after a, a semester and move down to Texas where he was going to go anyway. Uh, does, when you say you're fully committed, what, what, what does it feel like inside when you say that? Obviously, you're wearing the hat, you know. Yeah. You're talking the talk and you're walking the walk with the fashion. Right. Um, I think it's a little bit different for me just because I grew up a Buckeye fan. and It, uh, it means a little bit more um, to get the opportunity to play for Ohio State. So um, when I say I'm fully committed, Yeah, you know, as you and I were talking there in front of the school before we walked in here, you know, Joe Burrow 
is the last Ohio State quarterback from Ohio. And obviously when that battle ensued between him and Dwayne Haskins Jr. and he, he didn't win it, uh, he went to LSU and got it. And he's from Athens, Ohio, uh, a lot like you, superstar in high school. Uh, before that, you know, we're looking back, what, to Troy Smith, Cardale Jones, he was from Cleveland, Glenville. Uh, and then before that, Troy Smith or Justin Zwick in that same time frame. It's funny, there aren't, haven't been a lot of quarterbacks from Ohio be Ohio State's quarterback, you know, in, in recent memory, right? Did, do you want to change that? Yeah, that's the goal, really. Um, it's just almost like a hometown hero type of thing. Like, yeah. Um, a kid from Ohio actually plays. Like, I got to meet Joe um, a couple weeks ago, and, you know, the, he said that was his goal going into Ohio State, but obviously the plans didn't work out that way. But, um, you know, I think things turned out pretty well for Joe. I mean, if, you, if I can say so. But Yeah, uh, you can say so. Um, but, yeah, I mean, he was just telling me that, like, there's just a different level of, you know, there's a different feel when you're a kid from Ohio that wants to start for Ohio State. It's just, it just feels different yeah. than anywhere else. Yeah, what, what else, did, did, was that a very long conversation or what did y'all talk about more than anything else? Yeah, just really, um, you know, the development side, I asked him like, what are some things I can kind of do to get like more prepared for college ball? And um, he really just said the biggest jump is from high school to college. So just, you know, when you're taking reps, just treat everything like a game because, you know, yeah. when you treat everything like a game, when the games come around, it'll be a little bit easier. And that'll make the jump a little bit easier to college. And he feels like, you know, college and NFL are kind of similar from a skills standpoint. So, you know, the, the high school to college would be the biggest jump for me and just getting prepared mentally and physically. Yeah. Yeah, take no rep for granted. I mean, it's basically the thing because you can learn something on every rep and more, the more high speed, full speed you go, the better off you are, right? I mean, because it's like auto racing, you know? You don't really know how fast a car will go until it goes through that turn. Uh, uh, interesting, did he say, like we talked about it, you talked about it a minute ago, um, he didn't discourage you from going to Ohio State, did he? Mm -hmm. Yeah, which yeah. is interesting, I mean, right? Yeah, he had very good things to say about it. He said, I would love it there. Um, the people around the university are really good people. Um, and I, you know, I've seen that from, from being there, but um, you know, the coaches, he said the coaches will develop you into the best quarterback you can be, and um, he definitely thinks I made the right choice. Yeah. Hey, Coach, uh, you talked about watching this young man throw when he was in the fifth grade and stuff. You watch a video. He posted a video on uh, on Twitter the other day of taking a couple steps forward and throwing the ball 71 yards, you know, kind of like a, an artillery shot. Um, what does it take to play quarterback in your mind? When you look at a quarterback, Obviously, that's impressive as hell, the way he can throw the ball. I mean, the outcuts, the outs he throws over, over the middle and stuff. What are you looking for mainly in a court past that? Yeah, past some of the physical stuff that yeah. he's blessed with. Uh, we're looking for somebody that can really drive the bus. I mean, that's the same language we've used here for 20 years. Who's willing to drive the bus? Who's willing to take more credit than they deserve sometimes? And then who's willing to take or who can handle more criticism than they deserve at times? Uh, driving the bus is an important piece. That's a that's an element for us. Um, and by driving the bus, we ask for someone to be a rising tide. You know, we ask for all of our people to be rising tides. You know, rising tides raise all ships. Yeah. And for us, that's a big deal. And uh, we've watched this young man grow and mature into uh, the kind of bus driver you need: reliable, accountable, uh, is going to follow direction. Uh, but when has to make a play, can make a play. Yeah. Um, just someone that you trust and, and feel good about having the responsibility. Uh, and he's more than earned it physically. 
and the big, you know, the best part is, is that, like I told you out front, you know, as great of an athlete as he is, he's an even better person. He comes from a great, amazing family. Their their faith is important, and who they are in our community is is big. So that's what I would say. You know, who do you trust to to drive this bus? And uh, he's earned it. You know, it didn't just get handed to him. He would tell you that. Yeah. Uh, but because he earned it, he also earned the respect and the love of his teammates. Tavian, by the way, Tavian St. Clair. That sounds like the uh, lead character in a British soap opera. Tavian St. Clair. That's a pretty cool name, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Where'd Tavian come from? Uh, so it sounds like my dad watched a running back from Iowa, Tavian Banks. Yeah, oh, yeah. And, um, really, my first year of football, I played running back, and I won number 22 like Tavian Banks did. My dad was just saying that he felt like that was a pretty cool name. That's kind of unique. So that was the name we went with. You're trying to make me feel really old, aren't you? I mean, I've covered, <coughs> covered games with him playing in it. Uh, that, that's, that's interesting. But I wanted to get back to what Coach said, too. Uh, uh, have, you, have you noticed or felt guys following you for a while? You understand? I mean, teammates, friends, et cetera. Um, yeah, I mean, just the – we all played together in Pee Wee football, so you kind of get a feel for like who's the who's going to be you know a good a good player and stuff. First like guy picked. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. yeah right. And um, we all kind of that group kind of rises together, and you see that group together a lot. And a lot of the guys out there, you know, like our, our playmakers are we're all together. And um, you know that might be a little bit different from other teams. Uh, sometimes it's kind of individual, but here it's really team first. And um, yeah, I mean. I've, I follow one of my skill guys the same way they follow me. It's just like not one guy's higher than the other. It's just we're all, uh, you know, unity. I'm going to ask you a dumb – it's not a dumb question in my book. I grew up in a – what what in the smallest bell fountain? I grew up in a town about 30,000, 35,000 in East Texas called Lufkin. There was one high school, you know what I mean? And uh, uh, a lot of these suburban schools, you can kind of get mixed, lost in the wash. Like I said, I can watch y'all's games every Friday night on TV if I want to. People around here care, you know, you've got sponsors, you know. Uh, is You've known nothing but growing up in Bell Fountain, but do, do you understand you're in sort of a special place here? You know, first first concrete street in America, right? Shortest, shortest street in America, McKinley. Uh, Court Street, the first concrete street in America, which is hard to believe with all the concrete around anymore. But uh, do, you, do, you, do you realize you've kind of grown up in a special place? Does it feel special? Yeah, definitely. It's, it's, it's a different feel out here on a Friday night too. When yeah. There's a lot of community support and, you know, uh, you go anywhere in town, you, you kind of, everybody knows who you are really. And like, it's really just a, there's a lot of family here. It's more of a family vibe and um, I wouldn't want to grow up anywhere else. So. Yeah. I, I was going to say, the one thing I would change about y'all's uh, football being, uh, football games being on television live, you know, Facebook or whatever it is, they need to put the camera on the other side because to show the hometown fans, you understand what I'm saying? Because it's packed, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's a good idea. Coach, it's got to get packed even more, isn't it? I mean, this week, this year? Yeah, well, obviously for a lot of different reasons that yeah. are all good. Uh, we we kind of relish that opportunity that we have for uh, what's coming up this fall. Not only just from the outside world, but really nobody puts more pressure on ourselves than us and our own expectations. And uh, there's a, a standard of Chieftain football that we talk about, and we're working every day to try to kind of raise and push that standard. Um, and that's a, it's a big piece. You know, one of the pillars we stand on is we over me. And that's kind of what you're referencing. Yeah. This group of guys and these guys that are together 
while uh, some of the offers that some of our guys have to play aren't at Ohio State, there are offers at other places that are still great universities and great competitive football, and uh, they all pull for one another in the same way. Yeah. And I've watched that grow and emerge here through these years with this, this kind of group that's in this locker room right now. And it's a special time, it's a special feeling in that regard. Yeah, last thing, uh, and by the way, like you're talking about, when you have a star player, coaches come in who don't necessarily have a shot at him, maybe, but all of a sudden they recognize your right, you know, your right cornerback or your, uh, your tailback. By the way, is that kid back, uh, the, what's his name? Chris Bogan? Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Y'all can go places, right? We're better. <laughs> yeah. Uh, last thing, uh, Taven. Do you, like I said a while ago about a responsibility and stuff, but how do you keep from getting the big head for one of another term? Obviously, you've got big hair because your cap barely fits on your head. We talked about that earlier. You know I was going to get back to that. I was going to weave my way back. But well played. Yeah. How how do you keep from getting the big head in a situation like this? Um, it's really just the people around me. Um, my family will not let that happen at all. Um, and for me, you know, the people around here just you you don't want to feel that way because then you start to see like a split. Like you don't want that. I don't want to be um, you know cause any you know, tension between me and my teammates. Like I just want it to be a a good vibe and me personally like there's still tons of room to grow and, and get to so you know this is just another step where I'm trying to be so yeah. at the end of the day I haven't achieved anything yet like this could all change in a day so yeah well ladies and gentlemen uh, if you're paying attention in the Columbus area Bill Fountain's an hour's drive away I don't know how many times I busted my rear end on uh, Mad River Mountain over there trying to ski trying to ski is the operative term uh, but I got a feeling crowds are going to be packing the place uh, home and away this year, Coach, and I appreciate you having me in. And, uh, Taven, I appreciate you uh, joining me here on the Tim May Show. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me. It was a real honor to have you here, honestly. Thank you. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.